0: <laughs> Welcome to AAM Entrepreneurs. I'm Adam. I'm Andrew, and we are beyond fired
1: up today. So excited! We've been riding on riding on this tsunami of a wave oh, for yeah. the past
0: couple of weeks. I feel like we're like going into Super Saiyan mode right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just, I, I, uh, I feel the hair on yep. my arms it's, growing. It's, it's happening, man. my hair is sticking up on one of these episodes, don't be surprised. <laughs> Uh, as always thank you to our listeners and watchers out there. Uh without your support, we are nothing. Uh we saw some great numbers on the interview with Hope. We're still seeing some great numbers on the, the podcast with the woods and yep. a ton of support still. Uh so thank you, thank you, thank you. If you have not subscribed, make sure you hit that subscribe button. And just so you know, you listen to us on Spotify. Spotify actually just added a follow feature for podcasts, so if you're listening on Spotify or you know you prefer to listen on Spotify, hit follow so you don't miss out on any of these episodes. Yeah, Spotify's
1: making big moves, man. Yep. I think uh, Daniel Daniel Eck is going to be he's going to be up. He is a beast. He's going to be up there with
0: uh, Zuckerberg. The, the acquisition of Anchor cannot be understated. I actually just found out there's another app out there that you can. Um, put out. I don't remember the name of it. Not it's really interested it's, in saying it. It's the one that I actually uh, listen to really? where you used to listen to the podcast.
1: Most of the time, the it charger? no, Is this what, it like that charges one charges was for 40 a month. No, Is this one, I think it's free. Oh. So they added a new little plus button. It's up. Uh, I don't, I don't even remember the name. I just that's the one I happen to use. I, I found out yesterday actually hmm. that going, wow. So people, people are really following this anchor movement yeah Spotify's no joke nope. and especially once once they allow you to like really turn it into a, a social media oh, really, yeah they're gonna they're gonna blow up
0: so yeah we are super super fired up uh last week we let you guys know that we got our, our date for our inspection for our hemp license yeah and we had an inspection <laughs> that,
1: we had two two uh members of mdar come out and Look at everything, and pretty much at the at the end of it, they said, "Well, we didn't see anything here that would lead us to deny." Them. So we were, amped.
0: Yeah. But still, it was kind of like, oh, maybe we won't get it. When are we gonna get when it's, it? it's gonna be too late? Oh man! On Saturday. That's when I woke up to the message
1: because I was already yeah. Friday night. I'm oh. like. The one time he goes to bed super early, I can't tell anybody. I, mean, I, don't, I, I don't have anyone to tell. We on Friday night, I read the email saying, uh, "Congratulations, we are hemp farmers." Yes. Huge news. I, I can't remember the last time I've been that amped
0: up, and it's still I'm like carrying that ampedness. Yeah, riding away. It's 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 literally like a tsunami wave forming at this point. Like just like. Yeah back surging and like and then it's just gonna boom and wipe out new york city here we (laughs) come in a good good (laughs) way it's not gonna be like day after tomorrow (laughs) it's gonna gonna hit it like a wave of warm light yes this vibrate the city it's it's funny because like i feel like when we talk to each other, you're telling people about, you know, our business. I'm telling people about our business, like in complete opposite spectrums of the world, basically yeah. in business and in interest and in mostly everything. And they all have the same reaction, which is support. Yeah. I've never like, like nobody has had anything to say, like, that's not going to work, that won't no. work. That can't work. Everything we tell people, they're like, tell me more, but that's, that's good. Wow. That sounds amazing. Like, uh-huh. Um, it's it's crazy to see months and years of work coming just through a bubble, and it's just it's sober. not like the, when you when you tell people that you're going to grow carrots
1: and lettuce, <laughs> it's like oh cool good man, good, good job. They're not they're not wanting to invest. Yeah, they're like oh good luck. Yeah, yeah. grow vegetables. Yeah. But with hemp, <laughs> you know, hemp is a totally different story because people know people know that the industry is is booming. We're in the, not, I wouldn't even say in the middle of a boom. We're
0: just beginning this yeah, I, balloon. I, I went to the, the We The People screening last night and they described it as being in its infancy. Yeah, so, and, and I, it. It, it really is. This is still brand new. Like the head market didn't exist in 2012. That wasn't that long ago. No, <laughs> that was six years no. ago. You know, like stones throw away. It's nothing we're talking about. So, I would say like the only like semi-negative comment I got was I said that it's gonna be an eleven billion dollar market by twenty twenty five and they said so CVS is worth more than that, that's just one company. So I did research and it took CVS 55 years to be worth more than that, <laughs> not twelve. <laughs> so that was just something I was I was just so blown away by. We're gonna go within from 2013 to 2025, we're gonna go from a zero dollar market to an eleven billion-dollar market, and that's just projection. That's not if, you know, people like us can really come in and really swing people with the information to provide them with real information that's gonna, you know, get rid of a lot of the stigma that people won't buy hemp products and CBD products.
1: The amazing thing with CBD is that it's gonna dovetail, right, like, it's got such a wide array of different possibilities and different avenues that you can go in, go down, obviously CBD, CBD and textiles and then from CBD, CBD can branch into a hundred different things that you can do with it. So it's got a long tail, Absolutely. as they
0: say, it. and there's, there's a lot of room to make money. Unlimited amount of products. I've seen everything from CBD water to CBD lube. to CBD, you name it. I think I saw CBD yogurt the other day, C-
1: CBD lube. I feel like that's like the one thing that you wouldn't want us to stop inflammation there.
0: <laughs> I didn't think about that. Yeah, <laughs> kind of get a point. Mm, but the, the 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 real point is,
1: like, it's so diverse.
0: Like, you can <laughs> really go anywhere. For real, and 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 where we are not just growing it, we're getting in on the processing side, yeah. using our our skills. Where you know, I've been I've been processing cannabis for the past few years and assisting in processing cannabis. Um, you know, just experimentally at home, but really learning the process behind it. And now you have a medical laboratory science background and degree. And it's just like, when you, when I, when I, when we're able to actually work in a lab together and it's like, okay, let me show you what I know about the cannabis side, why this works. And you're going to be like, Oh, that works because this chemical compound reacted with this chemical compound to create this and then like our, our understanding of it we were talking about this last night it's just gonna blow people out of the water because who can keep up with it yeah. i mean it's just like
1: both our lives i mean you know you know the story of my life i know the story of yours and everything that we've done uh separately has essentially led us down this road to be not only adequate but really proficient mm-hmm. at this industry everything from your unparalleled uh skills with marketing and, and pr and in the can cannabis industry and i've been gardening for forever and as long as i can remember and, and diving into the sciences but like what you and i both have in common though like those two those two things are very different they come together to form a solid very strong kind of pillar that that will be the business but what we both have in common which will kind of propel us through this uh, business, through this industry, is that we want to help. I know the whole reason that I went into the medical field was because, as as cliche as it sounds, is I get my feeling of importance by helping other people. So I used to watch those E.R. trauma shows,
0: being like, oh, I wish I had saved that person's so life. Oh, I used to get amped up. Be on the fan That's what i like. like mm. Oh, I couldn't imagine like having my wife or husband in that bad accident sitting there like oh yeah I wish I could help them like, <laughs> this, this has been
1: like part of me that like on a, a mountain expedition I would give up a summit attempt a train for nine 11 months three years and then finally get a ch- the chance to climb this mountain and if somebody needs help I will drop that summit in a second mm-hmm. to help somebody else and I went that the high that I would get from helping somebody else would be higher, way higher than any summit.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, I've already like achieved more with cannabis than I could have ever imagined by helping my friend with cancer and helping Unruh. other people with cancer. Like, I would have never imagined that that I would be just kicking cancer in the fucking face, you know, like destroying tumors with, with shit that I grew, my life's work, and yeah, I've lost some money, but uh, in the macro, it's gonna literally be nothing. Like, I know losing $10,000 is gonna be like, oh, that was an investment. That was the investment into the rest of my life, you know? Like I was my first investor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, CBD and what it, and
1: its potential is really something that, that a lot of people can get behind. And that's kind of
0: why it's, it's ballooning so hard, yeah. and so fast. Yeah, and it's not even fully there yet. No. And that, and there's actually, you know, I think the FDA is making steps to like really help us as weird as that might sound to other people that are skeptical of what the FDA is doing, they're holding a public hearing in DC on May 31st for specifically for CBD edibles to talk with the public about why this should or should not be allowed. Okay, I'm definitely going if, if, if you're on, you'll be on yeah, Mollin. we're, gonna, yeah, we're this, gonna do some planning. You'll be on an island, <laughs> oh, whatever, yeah. you'll, you'll be on an on Denali May 31st. I will yeah, so I'll have to represent for us. Okay, but I'm, I'm driving down to DC. I don't, get, I don't care what it takes yeah. because it's important <laughs> for us. You bring, know? bring a camera, document the whole thing. We're, we're gonna be in full swing at that point. Oh yeah, we're gonna. <laughs> that's gonna. It's gonna be a tough, tough trip only because I'm gonna have to. I might just buy a plane ticket round trip because it's so. Seventy-five bucks. I think it's like an hour <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> instead of driving nine or ten uh, or whatever it is. Yes. I don't know, You might get more than that. I don't that's remember. Right. But you know, stuff like that is important because at the end of the day the government does want to make money off this. You know, this is a big industry. And if the US can be the largest exporter of hemp products, that puts the US, you know, back in a powerful position because if 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 we can, you know, instead of using our waste from fossil fuel as everything, plastic, and all of that plastic that's ever been used in the history of ever has still not decomposed at all right we, we need to switch you know our views away from that to you know hemp plastics and hemp fibers and hemp cretes and just longer lasting things because we can't keep going the way we're going like most people's roads are, are terrible you know most people's infrastructures are awful most people's Landfills are, are overflowing and stinking Like I know the yeah. the Taunton one is unfortunately, you know, like it's it smells. It smells terrible. It's it's Mount more You drive by it and it looks like a, you could yeah, it. I wouldn't find it. Yeah, and like, he, he gets the earth and just uh, <laughs> you gotta hook up the spikes to it, free solo Yeah, I mean, so like the, the whole thing is like
1: hemp has huge implications and it's it's renewable. Right, it's it's so good for the environment. It's yep. soaking up the CO2. Yep. Um, I don't know the the, the stats, and the numbers, but I know that it's not going to hurt.
0: It also uh, it, it helps pull any kind of uh, bad stuff out of the soil. So there's been studies showing that it even pulls radioactivity out of the soil. I hope it doesn't put it into the uh, flour. Yeah, that would suck. That wouldn't, <laughs> that. that wouldn't be that. Luckily,
1: uh, at Urban Acres, there's no radioactive. <laughs> maybe, maybe in that case, to like clean up uh, uh, a radioactive spill or something, they'd kind of like condemn that flower, right? So they they grow it like, oh, good, it's all locked
0: in this flower. Now let's just like, yeah, they just kill, kill it and burn decompose it, decompose somewhere else, relocate the radioactivity somewhere. Well, I would imagine that you know the plant would pull it off and probably die.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure how. It works. You know, like unless it,
0: unless it was like all of a sudden it turned into this, like Hulk. It, it had buds this big. <laughs> like, yeah. Maybe I do want to smoke. I don't know. It's, it starts to grow toast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you don't smoke me. <laughs> I knew. It starts mutating into a human. That'd be weird. Yeah. But there's so many benefits that happen, and that's just what we know. Yeah, I yeah. love the medical medical side. I mean, you the film that you just watched yesterday. Mm-hmm. How, it was, was, all the, about how that. was that? It was all about, you know, uh, for, for the nineties kids that I remember, and, and you know, our parents, uh, Ricky Lake is the executive producer of it. Her and Abby Epstein, um, they, they created this movie called Weed the People and they followed, I believe the number was six cancer patients that were kids uh, through treatment with full extract cannabis oil and Rick Simpson oil and different regiments mixed in. Some of them did chemo, some of them did do chemo, some of them delayed chemo until the doctor forced them to do it basically. Um, and you know, a couple of the kids unfortunately didn't make it. It was too late into their treatment. One of the kids that didn't make it when he was on the cannabis oil was only given eight months to live by the doctors and he lived for 10, you know, with the cannabis oil and lived like a good life for mm-hmm. the rest of his 10 months. Uh, but four of the kids, their tumors have shrunk Basically, all the way, um, they're on like a daily regimen, just as like a maintenance dose to keep them healthy. Yeah. The kids look completely and utterly different, you know. Happy, happy. Like I, I've been around kids on chemo, and you know they have a kind of typical look. You know, they have this like kind of almost uh, inflamed face. Mm. Like they're not fat, but their face, you can tell, it's just like puffy. Huh like almost water weight, like it's just their body reacting to the chemo because chemo is, tend- is like essentially just killing everything. It's poison. It's poisoning yeah. your body, so your body's fighting back against it. And the kids, when they're coming off the chemo and into the, the cannabis oil treatments, literally look like different humans. Like when they showed one of the kids, I was like, what kid is that? And then they said his name and I was like, whoa, that's him? Like he had like that, you know, water weight face, completely bald, high, dead, Dead eyes, just oh, it was sad. Chemotherapy is a lot
1: like that, uh, that game that you see at carnivals, where it's, it's a giant board and there's a little balloon all over the place, and it's everybody throwing darts to it. That's what chemo is to the body it's darts of poison all over the place, and hopefully, some of those darts hit the balloons. If you were to get a time lapse of that whole
0: wall throughout the course of the day, it's not good, and that's why cannabis oil works. Uh, I guess I can't say better yet because the studies haven't shown to prove it, but in my opinion, works better because uh, cannabis in test tubes and you know within patients that have uh, been documented, it only attacks cancer cells. When it, when the cannabis oil is presented in a test tube with healthy cells, it does nothing to them. Right. It doesn't, it doesn't mm-hmm. kill them off or anything, but when it's a cancer cell, it doesn't just kill it off it viciously, like it, yeah. it can't survive.
1: From my understanding, uh, the way that cells are structured, there are these proteins that line the outside like little hands, right? And they cover the entire cell, they're all different. Mm-hmm. And cannabis, uh, different the different compounds in cannabis, no, no, it's- the cannabinoids, no they lock hands with certain proteins that are found on specifically cancer cells. And when that happens, it triggers, what's called apoptosis. And that,
0: I heard that last night in the film too, like the first time I
1: heard that, it's funny you said that. Yeah. Sorry. In, in, no, no words. And it's that apoptosis, which pretty much says, uh, cell, you've got to die. Uh, thanks. You've done, you've done good, but you're, you're done here. Yeah. And it, boom shuts down it's kind of like a a light switch you're off Hmm. and for some reason those proteins that are on the cancer cells aren't on any other cell in the body so it's really like a a sniper attacking only the villain
0: yeah which only leaves room for healthy cells to grow and then if you're not only attacking the bad cells but Promoting good cell growth, the good cell growth starts to choke out the bad cell growth, and that's how you get rid of cancer, or you know, put it in remission.
1: Another thing, this isn't this isn't cannabis related, but it has the same effect, and it's it's been shown to help a lot of people. It's long term fasting. So what happens when when you fast yep. for over forty eight hours, so forty eight to seventy two hours, and longer? Mm-hmm. What what your body does is it says. Whoa! Listen, we need to be really conservative. It's like everybody in the meeting just puts puts the Game Boy colors down and says, "You know what? It's it's stop. Time mm-hmm. to stop screwing around. We need to we need to solve this problem right now." It's like aliens come down and be like, "Oh, we need to collectively come together and and solve this issue." Mm-hmm. So what happens is, all the cells in the body uh, that are weak, that are old, that really aren't performing as well as they should, they get They get wiped out because there's only so much energy. Body detoxes them out. It's exactly what happens. Your body says, "Okay, you're not really performing at the peak level right now. We need everybody to be uh, Herculean." So, uh, intermittent, long-term fasting is is just super good for you, and it's 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 power. It's Mm -hmm. empowering, where you kind of tell yourself, "All right, I'm going to do this." And there's a buffet. This turkey and steaming mashed potatoes with with butter and broccoli and pepper and salt, and you just want it all. Mm -hmm. But to say, no, I'm not gonna do that, it really kind of sets the wheels in motion for whatever else that you're doing in your entire life. And another interesting thing that comes from fasting is the Egyptians used to do it. Mm -hmm. Not for weight loss, but because what happens when your body runs on ketones, and it's kind of like when fat metabolizes, It your brain metabolizes at a higher level. So thinking becomes clear. You don't crash. And that that makes total sense because what happens when you don't have food, you can't become sluggish and lethargic because you'll sleep all day. And if you sleep all day, the next day you're not gonna wake up feeling more fresh, having more energy. You're gonna be even more tired, you have less energy. Mm -hmm. So the body combats that by Hmm. turning on to a new power source. A power source that says, we've got a mission we've got millions of years of evolution, if you believe in evolution, that say, we've got a problem, we need to solve this. Mm -hmm. And that is actually kind of, just talking about it now makes me want to... Fast. (laughs) Fast, next (laughs) next two days, while we we move into uh, the whole
0: pitching of our business. Oh, man. Before we get into that, I just want to say that I cannot overstate how important diet is to fighting off cancer just to kind of like wrap up the, our cancer talk diet is everything like I kind of picture cancer as like a bacteria right and the more you feed it processed food and fast foods and and not good quality meats and, and too much meats and, and just too much bad food you're feeding that cancer feeding 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 if you fast and then immediately upon fasting, go into you know a vegan diet or even a fruitarian diet because it changes the whole pH of your, your body, which then the cancer cells are literally forced to die because the cancer cells would then have to change pH to adjust to uh, your body and keep growing, and that's too much energy, so it in turn just dies off. So the fasting paired with changing your pH through a fruitarian diet, paired with cannabis oil and CBD oil, you're literally just like, you're, you're starving the cancer and you're like sending Mike Tyson, Muhammad Ali, and Floyd Mayweather to go beat the shit out of it. You yeah, know, like
1: personal bodyguards. You, it's
0: it's not just a one size fits all thing. And that was one of the things in the film they talked about how some of the doctors were like, oh, you have this cancer, here's the treatment. And it's just like yeah. a one size fits all when it's not that way.
1: The eating whole foods is so good for your immune system. Yep. Like you—you you said you mentioned like eating McDonald's and Burger King and Wendy's. That stuff is horrible for mm-hmm. you. Your body can't really metabolize that. I mean, leave French fries out in the woods. Nobody will eat it. Nope. Fungi won't even eat it. Nope. It stays good forever. That's not good. No. <laughs> like, you leave McDonald's in the woods for
0: 10 years, and I don't think anything would eat it. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it, would, it was like a desperate raccoon running right, by or it something. Would, <laughs> it would just.
1: Gotta s- rot. It wouldn't even rot. It's, it's, it's horrifying to picture. But I mean, when your when the immune system sees that, that's not good, not good.
0: But cancer feeds, it loves it. It's it like yes. you see,
1: Yeah, it's Muhammad Ali and all these boxers are nowhere to be found. We have time to grow because mm-hmm. this immune system struggling mm-hmm. just to process all the poison that you're eating. You cut rid- get rid of that poison. Your your immune cells are like going like this. Oh
0: my God, I'm so bored. Get him! Yep. And, and they that, start attacking cancer. And that's part of like, not, you know, both of us are, are fairly healthy individuals. Part of even why our brain is so sharp to be able to do half of what we do is because we don't put that stuff into our body or we, we limit that stuff being put into our body as much right. as humanly possible because we are, you know, human. Yeah. Once in a while you're like, I need a quick fix and mm-hmm. you gotta eat something quick. Like French fries or sure something like that uh, it's a
1: treat, yeah you know a really like, lifestyle yeah <laughs> like, oh I, I remember having this like three months ago, sure I just I just went on a long hike I 'm starving. bring it on
0: I remember the brain fog when I used to eat McDonald's all the time was so oh. real it was like a life yeah. of fog you know now it's clear headed enough to write a 15 page business plan you know <laughs> <laughs> yep and be pitching business plans and and, and, and pitch decks to people it's Stuff I don't even think I could have imagined. No, it's super intimidating. Mm-hmm. It really is. Even for me, being in sales and marketing, it's intimidating, but it's also something that we're gonna grow. Totally, you know, like, and we it's, need to. It's, 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 there's a comfort barrier, right? Even like when we pitch it to each other practicing, it's gonna kind of feel goofy and like <laughs> embarrassing almost. Uh-huh. But it's gonna push that comfort barrier because like it probably won't feel as goofy to pitch it to somebody else that's actually a possible investor, you know? it's it's because like we're pitching it to each other knowing that we're not you know gonna be the investor and we're kind of just practicing and we're looking at each other like laughing at each other you know like it's it's not quite the same but once you get past that awkwardness and it just becomes like second nature
1: yeah it's in in putting yourself in a position where you're uncomfortable i mean people talk about that all the time is Mm -hmm. that that is what growth is when you force yourself to do something that feels like Oh, here we go. That's mm-hmm. the best thing for you because your body can't rest. Don't never rest. Every every day I wake up with a grim grim re, grim what's grim reaper's scythe whistling by my head, saying you better get up. No, no time. No time to dilly dally. I agree. I remember uh, in in college we had this presentation. It was essentially like a pitch. We we had to report on a topic, and I was reporting on uh, enzymes. And we we all had a presentation that we had to kind of put together and then show to the class and three of our professors that sat in the back of the room. So right before going on, I practiced my pitch in front of my teammates, the, the, my group project mates, and I bombed so hard. Like I, I had planned like all of these jokes, like I wanted to make it fun, you know? I had a, a role model, uh, he was my microbiology teacher and he was hilarious, right? He would teach us and make everybody laugh at the same time. So it's not even like you're sleeping with your, that red, you wake up with a red spot in your forehead. You're, you're really entertained and you, Edged, wanna, yeah, yeah. You're, you wanna learn. So that's really what I wanted to kind of mimic with my presentation. So I spent time and I came up with a bunch of these jokes. And, I, the, the, and the, during the practice run, it was horrible. I'm like, oh this is gonna be rough. And then in five minutes, it's time, we're up. We're up next. Yeah, you did not really change in. too, too much in that five minutes. <laughs> no. You walk in and you're sitting there like, OK, there's a lottery of who goes first, who goes second. Mm-hmm. And your heart is just pounding. It's, like, it's hard to breathe. Like, Oh, my god, I'm next in front of my peers. This is going to be the worst. And I go up there. And for some reason, everything fits in. My delivery, my timing, everything is on point. And it was almost as if I, I got the negativity out of the way. And it's, I stepped up like, OK, this is real now. The pressure. Yeah, time. it's, it's times to go. Brilliant. I love that. That's a really good way to, to kind of sum up sum up. That I think experience. about that all the
0: time, like, music-wise, right? Like, I was I was practicing my set yesterday on the way to the, the screening because that's how, like, tight scheduling has been. I'm just trying to, like, practice whatever I can because I have a show on Friday, and I'm messing up like crazy. I'm, like, laughing about it because I'm, like, I know I know it. Like, it's, yeah. it's there. It's memorized. It's just, like, you know i when I, When I practice in the car, like I turn the speakers up, I like, as loud as I can, and like basically have to go project my voice as loud as I can, just in case it's the shittiest sound system in the world. Uh-huh. So then when I get there, I'm able to just talk at my normal rate like how I would re- record in, a st- in in a booth or a studio, and it sounds. Much, much, much better because I was able to get my breath control if I had to scream it and like be really loud. Yeah. So now my breath control is on point, and I'm not even struggling at all. And when I get on stage, it's like meditation for me. Like for some reason, as soon as like my hand touches the mic and I speak a word, it's just like, like everything just like doesn't matter, and it's just like I'm here. In your zone. Yeah.
1: And th- you know what? That really makes sense because it, like, yeah, not yelling, but training with in the car. With a loudspeaker, trains your diaphragm. And you're sitting, not even
0: standing, like you would be, like on stage. Yeah,
1: so that's that's perfect practice for anybody who's who wants to perform. That's I used to idea. practice
0: like laying down, like just I would just like try to cut as much air as possible and just keep practicing. You know, wow. like uh, breath control is, is pretty good. You know, I don't I I I I procrastinated a little too much, so I didn't get the performance versions of like. Three of my songs, uh-huh. so I basically have to perform the verse, chorus, verse, chorus, with nothing to back me. Yeah, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> I've
1: I've never done any sort of like performance or stuff other than like in the shower singing. <laughs> but I know after a song, I'm tired. Yeah, I, that's that's exhausting work. Yeah, Being I on stage in the, the hot the lights. On the
0: way to the screening, so my whole like 20 minute set, and then sat through the screening. Networked with people for like an hour and a half and then practice my 20-minute set on the way home, too So like my voice by the end of like the second time after Doing my set full blast Like screaming and then talking for an hour and a half at a bar, you know, you have to kind of talk loud and then again yeah. Performing full blast 20 minutes by, by like the second-to-last song. I'm like oh Man my fucking throat, but I know it won't feel like that on Friday. And I know, like, the more I train my voice, the better it will be. Like, my, my voice doesn't sound sore today. I thought it might. I was worried about it because I was like, I'm going to push my voice as hard as possible. Yeah. Because now I know I won't blow my voice on Friday. And it's a competition, too. I'm, I'm a very, very competitive person. And it's supposed to be like a battle rap thing. Yeah. But they're kind of doing it differently, where it's kind of going to be like, I think, rounds. So it's going to be like song versus song. And I'm not even worried because I have seven songs that I practiced and, like, another seven or eight in the cut. <laughs> like, you can just like, keep going. oh, man, that one won't beat their song. This one will, though. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Let me perform this song that I made six years ago that I performed 57 times. <laughs> so if, if people want to watch, where, they, where and when? Um, it's going to, by the time the video comes out, this won't be, it'll already have happened. Can they see it live? Oh, that's right, so yeah, this,
1: yeah. this video is not going to come out until... If you're listening
0: to the audio, though, it'll be at the Summit Lounge in Worcester, uh, Friday night, April 12th. Um, I have to see what the permissions are from the owner, but I would like to live stream it. That'd be cool. That would be sick. So, uh, you know, because it's, it's, it's the club it's at is it's more of like a lounge. It's very personal, and because it's very personal, the capacity is only like 80 people. Okay. So, it's going to be a small, intimate, definitely sold out crowd. Probably people waiting to get in, like oh, taking turns. You must be pumped. I am. <laughs> Super so excited far. to get back and into the game. And it's all people game. in the cannabis industry that have never or don't even know that I make music. Like, this is the first they've heard of me making music and I'm performing in three days. And they're like, wait, what? Yeah. I'm like, what do you, I, like, everybody I ask, I'm like, oh, what are you doing Friday? They're like, I don't know, I plan on coming to watch you drop sick bars. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's here we depth. go. Yeah. Yeah. For real. It really is. It's everything's coming full circle. And I think that's, you know, a lot of what I put into my music is, is, is raw. It's real. It's, it's stuff I don't talk about because it's, you know, it's negative. It's, it's the negative shit that's happened in my life. The bad shit that has pressurized me into the diamond, you know, but if I, I needed to get it out, you know, sure, it's sometimes in music it sounds like it's complaining or negative, but it's really like therapy. Uh-huh. And, and that's the way a lot of it is. Sometimes I cringe listening to my music because it's like, once I write a feeling, I almost don't feel that way anymore. And listening to it past then, I'm like, ooh, ooh. Like, I don't even feel like that anymore, you know? Right. Like, so many songs, like, on my more serious notes to talk about, like, Having no hope and like, you know, going through depression and like how you make it through that on a day to day basis. And like, that stuff's not fun to talk about, but that's the stuff that when people hear it, they're like, I relate to that.
1: The people that need to hear it, and it, it can help a lot of people. Exactly. Especially that one song that we talked about. I know this was like episode two, I don't remember the name of it, but it was, it was
0: raw. The addiction one? Yeah. 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 Yep. And that's still a song in the cut. That's still something that whenever we have the budget for, at any point, it's like a timeless song. Mm-hmm. It, that song was made five years ago now. And it still sounds Relevant. like it was made this year, you know? Like whenever we have the budget to make a video for that, it's going to go viral. Unfortunately the pandemic of opiate addiction and addiction in general is not going anywhere. No. I think you know pairing that video with all of our efforts with cannabis might even be a, a, a great, great segue into that to be able to help more people. Totally. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> <laughs> Everything just just comes full circle, man. And uh, I'm just ready. And that's the best way. Like, if if you're an
1: entrepreneur out there, that's the best way to approach things: is do exactly what you love, and eventually you'll notice those patterns like, oh, wait a second, here we go, we're back here again, because you're just fully enveloped in the things that you love to do and
0: ultimately happy. Do you know, like, if I really thought about the amount of money I've lost out on between ten years of music, performing live shows, sometimes having to pay for my tickets that I didn't sell, sometimes selling 60, 70 tickets and not making a dollar off of that. So I'm, I'm spending hours and hours driving to people's houses, delivering tickets online, doing promotion, like messaging people when they like the status about the promotion, trying to get them interested in buying tickets. Like hours and hours and hours and thousands and thousands of dollars and miles. And just ridiculous amount of time and money spent, like at least six figures, at least six figures and most people would be like no i'm not doing that anymore and me i'm like but i like it <laughs> yeah it's enjoyable and they're like well, is not that like torturous like you're you're, be, you're like forcing yourself to be broke just to do what you love and i'm like yeah but if i just keep doing what i love i'm gonna be more wealthy than any amount of money can buy yeah because eventually- it's a no it's
1: a no-brainer to me too like i'd so much rather eat dirt and do what i love i mean that's it's obvious like i would no
0: Nope. <laughs> I, I... Oh, fuck your keep your money. At the end of the day, the money is kind of the bonus to you know be able to keep projecting life in, in the way it's going. But you know, I've even you know talking with with, with Chris. I, I I said to him, you know, like we've already figured out what, what our bare minimum is that we need to survive. We already know what our yearly salary of what we need to survive is. And we're okay with basically living around there for the next couple of years while we're building up a multi-million dollar company. <laughs> yeah, Because we're okay with just digging dirt a little bit more because we know there's amazing things coming. Mm-hmm. And it's just about staying patient and you know staying humble. I, I said that to you the other day, like, we're winning because we don't put ego into this. Like, this is just, you know, our hearts put into this, and our, our brains in the good way, like, our, our smart part of our brains, because the ego part of your brain is just stupid. Ego just gets in the way. It does. Ego it gets and anger in the way of are the everything. two biggest things that ruin everything, you know? And if you could just avoid ego and anger, success. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good for, day, success. For whole passions. Yeah. So... I think uh, we actually have to get on a business call here any minute for, for potential seeds. So, wish us luck. Hopefully, by the time y'all are watching this video, we're germinating seeds already. Yeah, <laughs> right. Hopefully by the end, by Friday. Maybe we'll by can, the maybe, maybe by, by the time th- you guys watch this video, we'll have an investor. You know. Maybe. I think one of the things we're going to talk about is setting a hard uh, a hard date for you know a deadline for when we want to have funding by and really pushing ourselves to, to make that happen is, is going to keep pressurizing us. Yeah, and uh, sure will.
1: I mean, our, our ultimately our goal is to be ready to process by July. Yep,
0: August the absolute so, latest. So yeah. within the month of July, if we have everything built and ready to go and we're operating August 1, we're in we're we're good shape. Because we'll be able to finish, you know, whatever people have. Backlog from last year since they weren't able to do anything with it because there were no programs set in place to really do anything with it Yeah, we'll be able to finish that backlog and you know, really fine-tune our process By the time the growing season comes we'll probably already have farms lined. We'll, we'll definitely already have farms lined up with their harvest ready to go, you know Though they're calling us. Hey, we just cut down they growing grown in the dry We'll let you know when it's ready to process cool, and we're just scheduling them in. Yep. That's, That's gonna it. be life. And it's just all it's about this next step of finding funding and it's been little victories to get here. It's like, you know, the little victory of starting a podcast, the little victory of the the, the hemp bill being passed, the little victory of putting in our application, the little victory of, you know, all the many things that we've done to like create connections and, and the mini victory of getting our appointment and then the mini victory of getting approved and now it's just like All these mini victories are gonna lead to this like giant boom like here's you guys got your investor here's the I guess that's not even the end of the process that's really like the start of the process
1: yeah it's a it's a lot like you say little victory little victory little victory it's a lot like what Justin Stenstrom from elite man magazine was talking about Mm -hmm. how it's not really any one point. Success doesn't come from just one explosion of something good happening. It's more of a little step of the way. Mm-hmm. Eventually, it grows and
0: grows and grows, and all of a sudden, there you are. And it may appear like it just, boom. And it's going to appear to, to people that are, are not... If you're watching this, it won't be a surprise. No. But if you're not watching this, in, in a couple years when we're multimillionaires it may be like, wow, what'd you guys you do? You got it. so lucky. How'd, wow, you guys got lucky to get a, that big of an investment. Uh-huh. You guys got so lucky when it's like years of work and, and, and months of planning and writing down and has led to this moment. It's, yeah. and it, it it's, it's, couldn't be further from luck. It's, right. Timing, yes, 100%. Timing is very, 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 very important in all of this. And having an eye, it's
1: having two eyes. Having, having an eye for seeing the potential, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's so crucial. Very very see, so. There's, there's something here,
0: let's go get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I think that's a good point to say, let's go get it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's go get it. Yeah, wrap this up. So again, uh, if, you're, if you're watching, if you enjoyed what we're talking about, or want to follow the story, or if we brought you value, make sure to hit follow or subscribe we're we're just building from here. Everything is, is going up. No every, nowhere but up. <laughs> so we're excited. Yeah. And we're we're happy to share
1: the share this whole <laughs> adventure with you. Absolutely. And we couldn't we couldn't be more thankful
0: for your grateful dude. like attention. We really are i grateful is like the biggest word I could think of in this whole thing. Like I can't even believe we're in this position. I can't even believe it. Dude. It's surreal. We're so lucky. That's how we're lucky. That's how we're lucky. To (laughs) even be, to to work, to get to this position and have people actually notice, that's our only luck. That's it. That's it. it. Love you, bro. (laughs) Peace.